Hello, everybody. You're welcome to Escape Podcast Four. We have a different type of podcast for you this week. As part of our Good Relations Week, we are looking at segregation, diversity, and equality. And our focus this week is Black Lives Matter. We had the fantastic Billy Banda from Donegal Youth Service, who's going to give us a little bit of insight into his experience in Donegal. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for listening. So Billy is the founder of Worldwide Voices. All right. Um, let me let me let me start by saying I am not the founder of Worldwide Voices. Okay, it's just a correction. I am a founder of a group called Intergroup Games, okay, which uh, was actually later incorporated into the loft. And then myself and Frankie came up with uh, Worldwide Voices. So Frankie was more or less uh, very much part of it. So I'm not really the founder, but it's a group that I was involved in that, that came into the loft and we are Worldwide Voices. And it's really a platform for young people um, from different ethnic backgrounds and cultures. And it's giving them a platform to um, share their experiences and voice their opinions. And Billy is very important in Donegal Youth Service and the Black Lives Matter campaign. He worked with young people, um, I'm sure older people as well, Billy, and um, sharing and helping and campaigning for Black Lives Matter. So we're really... Um, we're really happy that you're here this morning and joining us. Thank you very much for being here. Thanks, Colin. Um, um, so the first thing I was going to do is um, share the Black Lives Matter performance on Britain's Got Talent by the group Diversity. This was a worldwide um, performance that was shared and discussed, and it was on the news. It was so powerful and so massive within society because it was based on the murder of George Floyd. Tell me the one about the virus again. Please, that one's my favourite. I promise just once more. Okay, I'll tell you the story of how the world was before. It was a world of waste and wonder, of poverty and plenty. Back before we understood why hindsight's 2020. People came up with companies to trade across all lands, but they swelled and got much bigger than we ever could have planned. We'd always had our wants, but now it got so quick, you could have anything you dreamed of in a day with a click. Families had stopped talking, not to say they never spoke, but the meaning must have melted and the work-life balance broke. But then in 2020, a new virus came our way. The governments reacted and told us all to hide away. But while we all were hidden under orders of the Prime Minister, people dusted off their instincts and noticed something more sinister. Another disease, deep-rooted in our system. Fear, hate and ignorance, but racism was the symptom. As the world watched on, another black life gone, leaving what we thought we knew in tatters. What we thought we knew, some clearly didn't. Black lives matter. I should say this from beginning anyway. Uh, when we say black lives matter, it doesn't mean that the other lives don't matter. All lives matter, okay? It's just that um, uh, like with the American judicial system, I mean, uh, everything was more, you know, you could see the injustices more done more on, on the minority ethnic groups, you know, so blacks were one of them. And that's why we say black lives matter. 
and George Floyd was not the biggest uh, casualty in that. It's just that at that stage, uh, it became evident that, you know, uh, somebody had to say something, you know, because the killings were ongoing. So that's why the George Floyd uh, scenario came in. And maybe just for a good reason, it came in at the right time. Um, maybe, you know, a little bit of that power that was given to Donald Trump uh, can be taken away from him. Uh, but uh, saying that, uh, with 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 the Worldwide Voices, okay, Worldwide Voices is a group that, you know, uh, myself and Frankie started off with. Uh, it was actually to address the injustices that are happening within our society. So we started off with, uh, say, third level education. Okay, because most young people from the black and minority ethnic groups would get into third level education, whether they were born here or not. Okay, they wouldn't have access into a third level because of the bureaucracy of where were you born? Okay, no, we mean where were your parents born, even if the, the, the child was born here. Okay, so that was taken into context and not recorded as if you know they're Irish because they have the same entitlements as an Irish child who is born here uh, to get uh, access into third level education. That, okay, put in the same context with the Black Lives Matter, okay, would be kind of the same things that are happening. Okay, most of the time we basically just try and bring the history of the black people into the context of whatever we do. I mean, the black people have been in Ireland for how long? As, as, as long as I can remember anyway. Uh, so black people wouldn't be very new into, into the shores of Ireland, okay? But it is basically just the way that, you know, uh, things have gone on and how things have been interpreted. That's why you find that, you know, we are kind of more uh, into the bracket of being marginalized. I mentioned uh, in my introduction there, you know, uh, about the good things that have happened within uh, the community that actually really made it possible for me to like the COVID times. And I spoke about the, the videos that we interpret and all that. Uh, I remember we did uh, a video about the same messages about cleanliness, washing your hands, as you know, sanitize, wear face mask and all that. We recorded that into uh, uh, one of my South African languages, uh, Tulsa, and we put it up on YouTube. That went actually to more people in South Africa than could have gone here. But then we were doing it as just something that we needed to do basically just to, uh, to empower ourselves here. Um, as much as, as we look at ourselves and get the messages that are being thrown at us and we think everybody understands the message the same way, it's actually not the same, okay? People understand the messages differently. Uh, we work with, you know, kind of like the travelers, Romas, even travelers who understand English, that message needed to be, you know, uh, delivered to them differently. So the same thing with, with the Blacks, we needed to deliver that message differently because uh, when we talk about, about the upkeep of Black people within the county, 
most people, if you go to like, you know, pubs or whatever it is, you probably see that there's a lot of black people working in toilets, okay? And these are people that will probably have a master's degree or PhD, but then they're being subjected to work in the toilet because there's actually no, no work at all. You, you know, there's no employment. There's nobody that would want to take a risk and employ that person and see what they can bring to, uh, to the organization. I'm one of the lucky few that has got uh, a job with, within a sector that I really love, you know, uh, the youth sector, because I love working with young people. Uh, and I always want to basically impact the knowledge that I have learned here and there, okay, into, into them. I've always wanted to, you know, create a platform where I use their initiatives instead of my initiative because my initiative are old school anyway, and theirs are kind of new school. So you use what they have to their strength. I think you get the young people involved. You, you're talking about Black Lives Matter here, okay? Black Lives Matter is something that the youth themselves actually have to basically spearhead. It is a subject that is very interesting. I, I always say they, they, the youth of today are the people that can create that uh, difference because they have so much diversity within them. Okay, the older folks haven't really accepted that difference, but then when you go into colleges, schools and all that, you find that you know maybe all the young people that are even on this platform have one or two black people within their sector. And as long as they have that, they're the ones that actually can take that further. Okay, I, I, I have introduced Anne to, to, to the group Worldwide Voices, okay, because she's young as well, okay, and they're young, they can actually relate more to Anne so much that, you know, they sing so much praise about Anne even if Anne hasn't done anything, I'm just joking. But, uh, but, but because of that, I think they relate better with Anne, okay, with still the guidance of Uncle Billy in the background. But that is what we're supposed to be talking about. So when you talk about Black Lives Matter, it is about bringing what you have just done now, Colette, okay, make it a bigger platform and let's probably hear their views because their views might be, you know, very worthwhile. And then we're not trying to use it because we think they don't understand. I know they do understand very much. Okay, and these are the people that can lead us uh, into a better place anyway. Uh, so I, I yeah. unless, unless they have, you know, questions uh, towards that, then maybe I can address them better, but when I was chatting to Colette and Colette is very right and she says she didn't want to bring the white aspect into, uh, into this matter. I respect that Colette, but I think at the same time, your knowledge is very viable. Okay, you work in an environment that is actually, uh, in my opinion, okay, you, you are neutral. Okay, so you would probably address uh, these, uh, issues you know as as much as i can i actually my I, I also volunteer for a group called donago intercultural platform 
I work with tides as well anyway. So tides is not something through Bryson's. It's not something new to me. I probably know almost most of the people that work with tides. And I know this singer here called Yvonne Tilly here as well. So, you know, so these, you know, unless they bring the questions, uh, I can try. Oh, Yvonne, you're here. So yeah, <laughs> maybe we can address it from that standpoint. Yeah, Billy, um, with the young people that I have worked with, um, they always ask the question, how can, how can we support Black Lives Matter? What can we do to help them? They feel as, some of them feel as a white person, maybe it's not their place to get involved in Black Lives Matter, or like they want to promote and they want to get involved, but they don't know what the right thing is to do in terms of supporting and help Black Lives Matter. What advice would you give to them, young people? They're already talking about it anyway. That's 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 already enough because they're already talking about it, which simply means that they can see the injustices being done. Mm -hmm. Okay, Black Lives Matter movement actually grew, not because they were big, no, but because the whole of America actually for once stood together. Okay, blacks and whites stood together for the injustices that are being done. Everybody could see that, you know, without the support of one another, okay, the killing of black people was going to continue. Okay, when you look at what's been, what, what was happening in America, okay, um, a black person could just be driving and then stopped by the, by the police. Okay, if it wasn't that white person actually recording what was being done, okay, because a black person would have been probably subjected to the same uh, injustice, but if it wasn't that white person recording that and then bringing it to the attention of the world, okay, we wouldn't, we'll be talking a different story. So small things like that are what are needed to be, to be done. You can always create a campaign on your own, okay? If and if it's, you know, I, you know, I worked, I worked a little bit uh, in the North and, you know, weeks like this, uh, weeks that you actually bring uh, things or pressing issues that have been, you know, bothering you into the fore and make it a project. This is a project already on its own. Just this platform, Black Lives Matter, having young people here is a project on its own. Okay, and you can actually just bring this into the attention uh, of everybody else. So it's small gestures like that, but they go a long way. And sometimes we think it's not enough, but then it is more than enough anyway. Thank you, Billy. Jasmine, did you have a question? Oh, she's put it in the chat. How do, they how do you deal with rich, racial comments? Okay, comments, yeah. Jasmine, um, sometimes, sometimes it's, it's actually very difficult, okay? But if, if you're with a friend and basically, you know, they're giving racial comments like that, okay, you basically try and put them in that person's shoe and see how they react to that. Sometimes it's, it's, it's about doing that, okay? And uh, that's how people, you know, basically tend to maybe realize that what they're doing is actually very wrong as well. Because without that, I mean, it will go on. You see, you guys are more on these, you know, social media outlets, your Facebooks, your Instagram, your Snapchat and all that, okay? When somebody says anything negative about the person and you put in a like, you know, or things like that, 
yeah. okay, that actually hurts the person that it was subjected to because it's like you're agreeing to that. Okay, so it is about doing the opposite of what that person wants for, for them to realize that what they're doing is wrong. It's the same thing. So if you see a negative comment, don't like it. Okay, don't like it. Dislike it. it. Yeah, dislike it. Yeah, dislike it. That person will think twice. Oh, okay, Jasmine didn't support me. It's not about you supporting. It's not also about you following blindly. It's about you making your own sound decision. Okay, because you have to show the person that, you know, what you're doing is wrong anyway, so. Yeah, just, even yeah. a sentence like, no, that's not okay. It's powerful in itself. You don't have to get into arguing with someone, but nope. you can just say, no, that is not okay. You know, exactly. we're all for equality. People should be treated equally. I have one question here um, sent to me privately. Do you think the racism is worse in America than here or just the same? Wow, okay. The truth or not the truth? <laughs> the whole truth and nothing but the truth. <laughs> Look, there's racism everywhere in the world. Okay, even within communities, there's racism. So there's more racism in a black community than probably you would get anywhere else. Okay, um, there's racism in Ireland. Okay, um, I'm talking from, from like, you see, I am, I am actually, I, I have made myself known in the community. So that racism, hasn't been directed to me in the last maybe 12 years, directly to me, but it has been directed to the young people that I work with and I've seen it and I've heard it. In America, it is more magnified because in America, it's in the open, okay? In Ireland, it's not so much in the open, although it is there. So racism is there and it's everywhere in the world. I don't know how I can explain this, but it, it is there, okay? So it's there, but it's also in all the communities that you work with, black communities is actually, we're more racist towards each other than probably anywhere, anybody else, you know, but yeah, it's there. Mm -hmm. We have another question in the inbox, Billy, there. Um, I know it's coming from Jasmine's um, laptop, but we have a whole group here. Yeah. So someone's asking you the question, how did it make you feel when everyone came together for Black Lives Matter protests? As a, as a, as a Black person, it made, it made me feel like for once the world is listening to what we've been crying about for a long time. Okay, mm -hmm. I come from an era where Martin Luther King spoke about these issues and nobody listened. Okay, I come from Mandela, uh, you know, times whereby Mandela would tell us these things, even when he went in prison, he came out of prison, and they wanted him to exert the same um, injustices that were done to him, and he refused uh, to do that, because to him, if he had done exactly what was done to him in the apartheid times, it would have meant that he actually agreed with what they did, apartheid and all that. Okay, so for him to move on was just to forgive, okay, and move on, but not forget because mm -hmm. you can't forget your history, it's there. So when Black Lives Matter movement, which, you know, uh, came in, okay, it was a good thing to see that actually the world was actually for once standing on our side and listening to what we've been crying about for a long time. 
so the support that came from everyone else was very was 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 big i i i helped organize a black lives matter movement myself in Letterkenny and in Derry. and and what we got from that was actually more than we could we could get except that the authorities didn't want it to happen the way we wanted it to happen okay mm -hmm. but the support that you get from outside even young people talking about it was 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 huge for me because there's a lot of young people that were telling me what you did was very right what they did to george floyd was very bad you know so it simply meant that even the young people knew what was happening okay uh around the world okay it's just that they didn't know how to channel it so that support uh meant a whole a whole lot to to me myself and actually most uh black people around anyway that i've spoken to so it it made us feel like you know we were listened to for once and like i said george floyd was not the biggest victim or you know it's just that you know uh it happened at the time when i think the whole world needed a real change with regards to how black people were, were treated so thank you Bella. We had the fantastic Billy Banda from Donegal Youth Service. Thank you for listening.